Hi, and welcome to the LDS Study Session, episode 69, with your host, Matt Roberts. Uh, grateful to be uh, here with to be able to share something with you today. Uh, grateful to be able to begin uh, the Come Follow Me study for this week. Uh, in Romans chapter 1 to 6, uh, this is the August 5th to August 11th section, The Power of God Unto Salvation. Now, uh, I was in preparation to beginning my study of um, the Romans chapters this week. I was listening to the Interpreter podcast, which again, I've mentioned a couple of times before on this podcast, and I really recommend that you do go and download and subscribe to that uh, podcast uh, series because it is very interesting. There's a, there's a few interesting pieces of, inf- of information that I have gained from listening to uh, this podcast in particular. And they started with the, dis- the discussion about the chronology of the Pauline epistles, uh, which we are beginning now. We've, we've left the Acts of the Apostles, we've left the Gospels behind, and we're now going into the letters that, that Paul wrote. And um, they explained about how the order of the letters in the New Testament are not by chronology, they're not, by, they're not you know, listed alphabetically, but rather they are put in there in terms of how long they are, which I think is a very interesting concept. Um, you know, I know that if I was putting together a work of uh, writings, I would probably put them in chronological order. It would make most sense. Uh, and so, therefore, you could argue that the study that we've got in the Come, Follow Me, which is basically straight through as it is in the, in the New Testament, from Romans to, down through to Philemon, Philemon uh, is not necessarily the right way to go about studying it. And actually, um, I've got the scriptures behind me on this, because if you go to the Bible Dictionary and look under Pauline or Pauline epistles, it actually talks about these epistles. So I'm just going to share what it says in there, because once again, uh, what they shared on the interpreter wasn't just for scholars and people like that who have studied deep into the scriptures to know about the chronology of it. It is actually right there in our Bible Dictionary. I think that this is a resource that we often don't use as often as we should. Uh, because there are some very important pieces of information in there. So I'm going to read straight from there uh, and just share this with you as we begin to think about the context of our studies this week in Romans. So um, it says uh, in the Bible Dictionary under Pauline, Pauline, I'm just going to go with Pauline from this point forward, Pauline Epistles, it says, Paul's 14 epistles found in our present New Testament were written to members of the church who already had some knowledge of the gospel. They are not evangelistic, rather they are regulatory in nature. The arrangement is neither chronological, geographical, nor alphabetical, but by length, in descending order from the longest, Romans, to the shortest, Philemon. This is the case except with the epistle to the Hebrews, which is placed last, because some have questioned whether or not it was written by Paul. The dating and chronological grouping of the epistles as presented below is approximate, but seems consistent with the known facts. So what it's saying is that you can kind of group these epistles uh, into certain time frames and where Paul was at this point in his journeys. Um, They carry on in the Bible Dictionary saying, An advantage in studying the epistles in chronological order is that the reader sees the differences in the types of problems the church encountered as the years passed and circumstances changed. Early membership was mostly Jewish, and problems included questions about the law of Moses. Later, when the general Gentile membership had increased, problems involved items of Greek philosophy. Early persecution from, was from the Jews and the Judaizers. Later persecution came from the Roman government. These things are not visible in the epistles, but by sh- not 
These things are visible in the epistles, not by sharp distinction, but by the gradual shift of emphasis. Now, I mean, that is quite, that, that to me is really interesting, and that's been sat in my Bible dictionary for decades, and I've never really understood, you know, the, the letters from Paul, why they're put in that order, and what the difference is. is. The, the Bible dictionary about Pauline epistles then just goes into overdrive, and it gives these groups and these books of Scripture, and it suggests analysis of each one. So, for example, if I turn to the Romans one, Romans, incidentally, was written between AD, 50, AD 55 and AD 57, and is not in the first group of epistles that are written. Um, rather, it's in the second group out of the four of epistles that are written, but toward the end of, those, of that group. So we're looking kind of halfway uh, bet between where the epistles began and where the epistles end. And so you'll probably see at this point more, as it mentions in the um, thing that I just read before, more emphasis on some more Gentile um, issues that come up in the church, and also the, the fact that it's probably starting to shift now from the, the Jews being the main persecutors of the church toward the Roman government. And it is interesting that the Roman government becomes the main persecutors toward the end of the epistles because, of course, Paul has obviously found there are, there are saints in Rome, and Paul is writing letters to them, and it's at that point that the Roman government starts to step in and become the main persecutors. Uh, it's quite an interesting uh, shift that. Now, um, if we look at the, yeah, like I mentioned, the Romans um, entry uh, in these analysis um, points, there's a lot to, to take from that. The epistle to the Romans was written from Corinth toward the end of the stay recorded in Acts 20. So if we remember where Paul was beginning to contemplate this visit to, um, to Rome, this is around the time he wrote this letter, and we'll, re we'll see why in a moment. Um, Paul was then contemplating a visit to Jerusalem, which was certain to be dangerous. If he escaped with his life, he hoped afterwards to visit Rome. The letter was meant in part to prepare the church there to receive him when he came. It may also be regarded as a statement of, these, of those doctrines which had been in dispute with Judaizing Christians and which Paul now regarded as fully established. So at this point, if you remember, there is some issues concerning circumcision and other discussions which were decided by the council of the church uh, through the power of the Holy Ghost to, to adjust and adapt to the new church. Uh, and so he was now putting these out for the saints in, in Rome so that they are aware uh, of what is going on. And then if you read this analysis of Romans, it then goes through from chapter 1 to chapter 16, a lot of different things uh, which Paul does. For example, in the first 15 verses of chapter 1, there is a salutation and thanksgiving. Then he shifts into a doct doctrinal focus um, from chapter 1 to chapter 11. And it even breaks down the doctrines that are in, are in there. So his main thesis, the doctrine of righteousness by faith, which is Romans 1, 16 to 17, which I'll share in a moment. And then such a doctrine met a crying need of the whole world, for God's wrath against sin was only too evident, and this included both the Jew and the Gentile. So that goes from chapter 1, verse 18, to chapter 2, verse 29. And this continues throughout. So if you are studying through, or, or when you are studying through the Romans um, verses and chapters, I really recommend you have this open next to you, because you can see the shifts in um, dialogue and things that Paul is covering to these saints in Rome. Really, really interesting, I find, anyway. Um, so what I wanted to do, just to close this episode, um, which is kind of really just giving the context and the background and a really important um, study 
material for what will be coming over the next several weeks with the different with the number of epistles. I mean, we're going to be studying these letters from Paul right from today and on the August. Well, I'll say today it was actually yesterday. Um, on August, it, well, at the beginning of August, August fifth, and we're going to be reading these and studying these all the way through to November the third, Sunday, November the third, which will be ending our study of Philemon. We then actually have, you know, more le- letters to study. Uh, the next one will be will be Hebrews, but of course this was mentioned as something kind of possibly separate uh, to um, the epistles of Paul because people aren't sure whether he wrote them or not. But it is included in this uh, section in the Bible Dictionary. So if you include the Hebrews sections, we're going to be going way through November the 4th to 10th, November the 11th to 17th. Um, and then and then we start studying the letter of James in November 18th. And uh, if you continue on, um, you know, it, there's a lot to, to study in there. So we may as well find out something good to study with it and the context behind it if we're going to be reading these letters all the way through to November the 18th now. Um, so, yeah, I really rec- recommend you have kind of the Bible dictionary open with the analysis there when you're reading it. I recommend that you kind of identify where it is uh, in terms of the chronology that these letters are because it will give you an idea of what approach and what things Paul is trying to teach and the purposes why. I wanted to end by sharing a well-known verse from Romans itself. Uh, this isn't particularly discussed in the um, in personal scripture study section, although it is found in the family scripture study section, and me and my family had did study this last night in our family home evening. Uh, but it's Romans chapter 1, verse 16, where Paul, as it mentioned in the Bible dictionary sections, where he kind of gives his outline for why he is teaching, why he's writing his letter. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Now, um, this scripture has been well um, documented and commented on in church um, teachings and conferences and discussions. Uh, Elder, Elder Dieter F. Uckdorf, in the last general conference in April, uh, shared it in his talk about missionary work. Uh, and he says this, quote, because the gospel of Christ is the power of God unto salvation, you can be confident, courageous and humble as you share it. Confidence, courage and humility may seem like contradictory attributes, but they are not. They reflect the Saviour's invitation not to hide gospel values and principles under a bushel, but to let your light shine that your good works may glorify your father in heaven. Close quote. And so just to close, you know, this study, um, Paul is a great teacher and um, testifier. We've seen that already in the Acts of the Apostles, particularly in the last couple of weeks. Uh, we had a great discussion in Sunday school about Paul and you know the attributes he had and the, and, the, and the way that it was just his thing to do. He just testified wherever possible. And so clearly he was not ashamed and neither should we. In the opportunities like we talked about last week, uh, no matter how different or uncomfortable those opportunities may be, we need to take them. So I'm going to leave that there for today. I'm looking forward to diving in a bit more uh, into the books, into the, the, the chapters of, of Romans, um, and just to find out a bit more about Paul and also about the saints in Rome at the time and what they needed to learn and how we can learn from that. If there's anything that you've shared or, or, or well, if you've studied and you'd, and you'd like to share it with me uh, at Twitter, Matt S. Roberts 90 I'd love to hear from you because... Honestly, I'd love to just gain some knowledge and ideas, and I may well even share it on a future episode of the podcast uh, because I love to hear new things and discuss things which build my faith. Um, th- 
Thanks for listening and until we meet again.